episode of The Streaming Heat, a podcast where one of us have the energy of a gremlin and the other have the energy of a mogwai. You can figure out which one's which. <laughs> uh, how are you today, Eric? I'm doing pretty good. So that is Eric, my co-host, who's opened a bottle of beer because apparently I am also a bad influence over Zoom. <laughs> it's not it's okay. limited to people I see day to day. I was drinking when I was five years old, so I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay. True story. <laughs> I have I have a lot of follow up questions that uh, perhaps it's not the venue to ask. <laughs> I was in San Juan. What can I say? <laughs> My name is Lynn. Uh, I have been t- <laughs> I have been drinking all night, and I am very hungover. <laughs> so I don't know why he's not still drinking, because you know that'll just make it easier. I will in a little bit. In a little bit. I need, yeah, hair of the dog is the definitely the way I get, the only way I can solve this problem. But I think I need to give it some space so I don't die. <laughs> He's got to survive for the next few hours. Do you remember those nights where you just wake up and you're like, I think I'm still drunk? Yes, <laughs> that has definitely happened to me. <laughs> it was one of those nights that went so long that I had to eat dinner twice because at some point I'm like, I've had dinner. But I've been drinking a lot since then. I think I need food. (laughs) (laughs) So we had Korean barbecue at like one in the morning. (laughs) All right. Anyway, let's get to what we're here to talk about. Today, we're going to be talking about the new Game of Thrones shows. Uh, Is Game of Thrones in the name or is it just House of the Dragon? I think it's just called House of the Dragon, which is very confusing. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I guess they they know they have the, you know, people's attention. They have the marketing budget to actually grab people so they don't have to call it <laughs> Game of Thrones. But well, today we'll be talking the first five episodes of House of the Dragon. Um, that's later down the episode. Uh, timestamps will be in the description as usual. Um, but before that, we we keep saying like, we're not going to like tackle every single news source <laughs> that comes out, you know, and, and, like every single breaking news. But uh, every once in a while, I think, well, we kind of have to. <laughs> so Lynn just has the dumping on us. <laughs> <laughs> so a little tiny news dump is, it is a collection of a lot of news that has came out over the like past six months or so. So let's call it collectively as Warner Brothers being run by clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> what, what did you say the other day to me about uh, Warner Brothers being the Shakespeare monkeys? <laughs> yeah, it's just like um they've got all the monkeys that were supposed to be typing Shakespeare, like the infinite <laughs> monkeys, but they're actually just running the, the WB. <laughs> so in case people haven't uh, uh been following, so uh Warner Brothers has been separated out from HBO uh, from the parent company, like it in like a anti-marger, like it almost never happened so when the news break people are like what the fuck is happening like what is this even like people hasn't people hasn't heard of it as a business maneuver and it's not a good sign people knew that yeah this is like hbo cutting its losses really (laughs) well there's i think there's more to that with the later news we'll get there um so they hired this guy zesla um a new ceo and (laughs) of course everybody is like He's been like the angel and the devil of the Snyder Cut crowd as well, immediately, because like when he came in, people are like, oh, he's just going to fire the whole, like, he's going to fire Hamada, he's going to fire the whole old guard, and then we're going to get 
the <laughs> Zack Snyder Justice League universe restored. I mean, that's and then uh, and then he didn't do that because that would be an insane thing to do. <laughs> um, so he became their devil, um, and then uh, he canceled Batgirl. Um, and because he canceled a, a movie with a female black lead, um, they they applauded that. And, and because it's also <laughs> not in the Zack Snyder universe, so they love that. So this guy has been going back and forth uh, um, as like either the savior or the destruction of Warner Brothers. Um, turned out he is destruction, but for not the reason they were being paid. Because um, yeah, he he started slashing movies, including Batgirl, which has been shot and edited. And people are like, apparently it's not that great. But like, I, we don't know. Like, you know, we only have random people words. But it's been completely made. But the reason he canceled it because for the tax tax write off, he think Warner Brothers could make more money writing uh, writing this movie off as a tax loss, which is just a plot of the producers. They yes, hire basically. The <laughs> <laughs> they hire the fucking con man from producers. We can we can make more money with the canceled show than a hit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> springtime for Hitler all over again yeah <laughs> yeah uh, I think um, that make the flesh movie springtime for Hitler because yeah, that's absolutely. one movie they, <laughs> that's one movie they refuse to cancel apparently that's still happening next year um and then it came out that the whole cancelling and test write-off thing did not really go as planned. And now Warner Brothers only had enough money left to launch two movies this year. <laughs> <laughs> this came out in like August. <sighs> so that was like four months left. And the, this entertainment company had only enough money left for to promote and launch two movies. One of which was Don't Worry Darling. <laughs> <laughs> With a cast that was openly hostile to it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a, a movie that is uh, making more rounds for its um, adultery, um, <laughs> cheating scandal than the content of the movie itself. So Olivia it's Wilde of... getting served with divorce papers like in the middle of a conference or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, while she was on top, uh, uh, while she was on stage at Comic Con. Comic Con, that's where it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And it currently have thirty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. By all accounts, it is. Apparently not a good <laughs> to no one's surprise. Yeah. Uh, but is it worse than Batgirl? We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> well never it can't be worse than Batgirl. Apparently, like the Batgirl has the production values of like a TV. I'm like, that's fine. You know, it's not like she has magic powers. I'm like people watch like 24 episodes of uh DC uh television shows every year. That's they true. They don't have great production value. The flesh was defeated by bees one episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never not bring it up. Yeah, say um, what you will about the whole Arrowverse, the CW-verse. High production qualities wasn't really in the card. No. And I like some of those shows. I like the actor who played um, The Flash in the TV show. They should have made, they should have made him um, into a movie star instead of this Ezra Miller bullet. Um, <laughs> and now... The, the little cream on the top of this bad news is it has since came out that HBO has apparently allegedly cooking for their HBO subscribers number up to the tune of 10. Yeah, that's not a good look. <laughs> so in case people don't know, that's also a crime because they were doing it to affect um, stock prices and they were uh, like, it, it's fraud. Yeah, to... Um, to lie to shareholders, basically, like 
allegedly, if this alleged action occurred, it would be to lie to um, shareholders. Um, so that's what I mean about like this this little like demarger thing. I'm like, <laughs> are they? Do they see this coming? Do they? They like, oh, this is gonna come out soon. Are they trying to like? Are they trying to stonewall some of the uh, upper, you know, people, upper management from the scandal? Possibly. Like, maybe they're just trying to limit the liability. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, now I'm like, people, like, the discovery, which is in a, in a um, legal case, discovery is when the court demand to see all the... The company, not documents. the starship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the channel. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, uh yeah so when when the discovery happened i think we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of interesting that's gonna break because like unrelated stuff they're just gonna have to show the court and if it is open just gonna find out some internal communications about moving stuff and i think i think this is pretty big news especially if we go to court yeah this could be <laughs> gigantic if this goes to court yeah 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 <laughs> What I'm saying about Zesler being just just being the guy from producer, this is also just a, like the plot of the producer. So I found two books. Uh, one says never ever show to the shareholders. One that says show to the shareholders. What should I do? Uh, anyway, yes. So um, also, um, I'm sorry. I, I try not to talk about the Snyder Crown, but Snyder Crown has been really weird about this news as well. Like. On, <laughs> on Twitter, they're like, oh, we told you HBO was always cooking the numbers. And I'm like, yeah, but you guys said they were they were lying about how high the, like, the, you guys were saying the numbers are way higher than they were telling us. This is the other way around. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, no. They knew all along. <laughs> <laughs> they were insistent that HBO was lying about how successful Snyder Cut was. I, I was always being like, Why? Why would they do that? <laughs> uh, they don't want the world to know. Everybody loves the Snyder Cut. <laughs> a movie they released. They released the movie and then they 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 wanted to the the world to think it was a failure for some reason. So <laughs> to live in the mind any, of a Snyder fan. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I really want to know what the real numbers of the Snyder Cut now. <laughs> is it like ten thousand? What is it? <laughs> 10,000? More like 10. <laughs> That's a lie. We watched it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I may I may have found it on the high because mm. um, HBO Australia is owned by HBO content. We don't have HBO in Australia. Um, HBO content come to this thing called Binge and, um, and it is owned by Rupert Murdoch. Ah, I see. <laughs> um, yes, you don't anyway, want to give him any money. <laughs> no, he already had enough. He already have enough. Um, I know ethical living in late stage capitalism is near impossible, <laughs> but I still don't want to give him money. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so let's change gear completely uh, to talk about a show called Loot. Um, I watched it a while ago. I really enjoyed it, uh, but we weren't podcasting at the time, and I I've been forgetting to talk about it. Have you heard about it? I have no idea what this is. You wrote loot in the notes. I thought you were just going to talk about some stuff you bought. So <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This podcast has been pivoting into like an unboxing video <laughs> with no visuals. I'm just going to describe things to you. Um, no, loot is, uh, they've been heavily advertising on like American um, TV when I watch football. It's uh, a show on Apple that's uh, about 
like a tech millionaire uh, wife getting divorced. Like a tech, uh, she discovered that he's cheating on her, and they get divorced, and she ended up with half his money. But she kind of have like no purpose, you know. Like she just kind of being his accessory and his support for so long right. that uh, she's aimless, and she discovered there's a like a charity in her name that they've been uh, paying for so long, but like she doesn't really know shit about it. And so she just, like, once she discovered about the charity, she just decided to show up and contribute. And it's it's essentially just like an office-level um, kind of sitcom. Okay. Uh, with, like, this rich person trying to become a better person and um, the the head of the charity, the person who actually runs the charity, she's like a hard-ass, like, she doesn't know how to have fun, so she's, like, slowly learning to, like, the two people are, like, trying to meet in the middle, and it's just, like, really wholesome content. Like, I love every single character. Okay. And it's it's really <laughs> funny. Um, the, the tech millionaire is played by um, the main character from Severance, uh, who's also banned from, com- uh, not community, a pocket wreck. So his name is Adam Scott. And uh, in this, he played a utter douche, but he's so good at it. I think Adam <laughs> Scott might be a great actor because it's completely different from his character in Severance, and um, <laughs> which was already completely different from his character from Parks and Rec. Right? Yeah. Oh, he is the worst. I hate him so much. <laughs> and it also have Ron Funches, who's becoming like one of my favorite comedic actors. Uh, very quickly, he's. He hasn't been in a lot of roles. Um, he was in a couple of straight-to-Netflix movies, and um, he is the voice of uh, the shark in the Harlequin animated show. Oh, okay. King Shark. Right. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, but, but um, I'm also aware of him because like he's a super fan of one of the podcasts I listen to, and they have him home every once in a while. And I don't know, he he has this like very unique cadence of speaking, and that's... Uh, and the comedic timing that like, always never failed to uh, crack me up. And the character he played in this is so funny. And he, he's like a like a wife guy, you know. He's, he's like right. obsessed with his girlfriend, and she's terrible. <laughs> and um, and he just he also just wear anime shirts, mostly Dragon Ball Z. And there's like <laughs> extended jokes about Dragon Ball Z, like deep cut, like they get the character's name right and everything. <laughs> <laughs> which is very weird and i know like he brought that shit on because like like ron funches is an anime fan in real life so <laughs> <laughs> like there's an extended thing about like i'm like vegeta you're like goku like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maya rudolph is the main character and because it's about like somebody who's filthy is you kind of worry they will fall into that trap of you know like oh like you know it's a show uh, glamorizing rich people, right? Like, they might poke fun at them a little bit, but, like, you know, uh, trying to humanize um, billionaires in a way that is perhaps not founded in truth, right? Because they're not human. We know this, right? <laughs> well, yeah, like, look, they, they are they are wealth dragons, you know? Like, normal <laughs> humans become millionaires and stop. Uh, <laughs> it it, it takes a special level of pathology to become a billion. <laughs> um, uh, but the show knows it. Like it's part of part of what it's trying to part of the sale. It's pretty good and it's very funny. And I binge through the um the whole first season in like two days. Um, check it out. I will. Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah, Maya Rudolph is always funny. 
Um, and I, I don't know her name, but the lady who plays um, the head of the charity is um, hilarious. And a very sexy. <laughs> well, there you go. Now you got my attention. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, let's take a little break. And we'll come back to sexiest of all things, dragons. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yep. Don't look up dragons fucking cars on Reddit. All right. We'll Why be back after you... the break. <laughs> <laughs> Exploring a certain special subreddit uh, to talk about House of the Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Episode one to five. <laughs> I gotta bleach my eyeballs after that one. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, uh, put your pants back on and let's talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your Game of Thrones bona fides? Um, I actually not. I don't have a lot. Uh, I did watch all of Game of Thrones, but I watched the first seven seasons pretty much all in a row like i binged to the whole thing like i was really late to the party the only yeah. season i watched uh episode by episode was the last season oh um, you poor poor motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> i don't hate it as much as everybody i i agree with all the critiques like it is definitely flawed and it definitely yeah. moves way too fast and the way it just kind of casually dismisses the whole white walkers subplot really annoys the shit out of me but yeah. I don't hate how it ends, really. <laughs> like, I just wish they took more time to set it up properly. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I, I hate the ending, but I don't. It's not because of like specific events. Uh, like, okay, it, it happens all the time when people complain about endings, right? People are like, "Oh, oh Daenerys shouldn't turn," or like, uh, "Bran shouldn't be king." That's not what I hate. I'm like, I'm not hating plot points. I'm like, they didn't sell it to me. Right. Why brand should be king. It's fine for Brand to be king if they sell me. And I thought Daenerys' whole arc was she was like she was on the edge of a coin, right? She could have fallen either way. It was a I logical character arc, yeah. Yes, but they did it too quick. They, they rushed it. They like uh, it and uh, like last season ended with her finally reuniting with her niece and fucking him. Uh, and then <laughs> suddenly the new start and like she insane <laughs> like they didn't earn it like right. so like i always in, in the book if they if um jr martin retroactively changes so daenerys doesn't go evil i will be disappointed i think that is what her arc should end at i think that makes sense yeah i mean it was it's been telegraphed for the entire series that this is kind of where her character should go but like you said they just they didn't earn it in the end. They just went way too fast. Um, yeah. But other than that, and like I haven't read any of the books. Um, I'm oh, really? not. I'm not very well versed in the lore. Um, you know, I've skimmed a few Wikipedia articles, but that's about it. <laughs> um, so okay. those are my Game of Thrones bona fides. Not very much. Okay. Well, for me, I started watching the show every year as like as, since it came out but i only started reading the book after the first season came out so i watched the first season and then i read through every single uh, book that was out which by the way 
it's still every single book that's been out <laughs> yes, since. Yes, that hasn't changed, yes. Yeah, it has not changed. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I read through the whole series just as Dance of Dragons. Uh, so, um, and I have since w- read through it again at least once. It might have been twice. I can't remember properly. Um, I really like the books. And like I said, like I don't hate the show for the direction it went. I just hate that they didn't deliver. And also, right. like, the, uh, the show also fucked up in that the, the showrunners clearly like Daenerys and they know Daenerys is well loved by the um, audience. So I think they made the mistake of uh, making Daenerys more likable in the show, which makes the turn more stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I in guess. The book, yeah. like, in the book, like, she's she's brutal. Like, she's brutal for people who doesn't deserve it. I like it has always been like like her advisors always trying to be like please don't fall on the mad Targaryen <laughs> side please fall on the good Targaryen side <laughs> um, and um, as for like I- I've read some of the extra material like because they- he have released a lot of like background books and stuff but I haven't read every I haven't finished all of the Duncan Egg series um, I I have. So the, the the story they're doing right now, House of the Dragon, it is in a book called Fire and Fury. I believe the name the name like the name might be slightly different, but something like Fire and Fury. I haven't I haven't read it, but I know the basic beat of how this rebel that that this um, Targaryen civil war is supposed to play out. Oh, I hope people don't think that's a spoiler. Clearly, that's where it's going. <laughs> the Targaryens yeah. are fighting. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, this would be a very boring show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, I I know enough to sometimes be very good about this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also uh, the the one thing the one thing I do hate how they ended it. Like, yeah, um, just wiping out the White Walkers like nothing. That was bull- <laughs> yeah. That that was the only thing that really bothered me. The only like single plot point. That really, really bugs me to this day is that they just kind of, eh, they're done. <laughs> just kill the well, Night King and wouldn't want to talk about it. <laughs> and Daenerys flying into that fleet because she forgot it exists. Right. Um, that, that's <laughs> dumb. That's real dumb. I love how the showrunners uh, uh, rushed season eight to go do Star Wars and then they got fired from Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, incredible, <laughs> incredible. Uh, uh, by the way, they have nothing to do. Um, so, what do you think of the show? So, um, I like it. Um, it's kind of, it still definitely feels like Game of Thrones, but they've kind of like trimmed a lot of the fat. Like, it's not multiple storylines as much. It's it's more just like a couple of storylines, um, and they're all related to the actual, you know, Game of Thrones, like the actual uh, role. Uh, role blah, blah, blah the wars of succession and stuff like that um yep. intrigue court intrigue and all that i mean it's it's if that's the part of game of thrones you love then this show is definitely for you um and i i do like it i like it a lot it's it, it's kind of it is that high fantasy british uh kind of dealing with their own history and you know european history and stuff like mm. um through the lens of fantasy and it works and you know they make they make it a point to have a dragon at least once in every episode which i think is funny that like even if it's just a short cameo there's going to be a dragon and there it is okay moving on (laughs) just i think that's great they want to let us know that they have the budgets to actually show us the dragons (laughs) and the dragons look different that's what i i really appreciate that the dragons look 
really different. Like as soon as you use um, uh, Damon's dragon, you always recognize it. That's Damon's dragon. Yeah, I do like that the dragons are easy to tell apart. Yeah, which is hard to do. It's hard to do that properly. Um, And no, I mean, I really like the actors. I like the the acting is great. Um, There's one set piece battle we'll talk about that I really like a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, Crab battle. Crab battle. (laughs) Um, It's just it's, you know, it's Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah, I think this is not as good as Game of Thrones. I think it's a little bit Game of Thrones light, and I think they rush, rushing through the story a bit too quickly. There do seem to be a lot of little time jumps, and like, after where we are, I mean, we've watched the first five episodes. I know there's a 10-year jump after that, and like, yeah. a lot of the cast is going to be swapped out, which I think is weird. Yeah, um, right now, at the time of recording, um, the sixth episode is out, but neither of us has watched it. Right. And we've only seen the first five episodes. Um, it's, I think it's because Fire and Fury, and especially this story, it's, I wouldn't say it's a short story, but it's, it's more like a novella. Like, um, so, uh, it, and it's written a little bit more like, you know, uh, describing historical events rather than like Game of Thrones. Um, so I think the, the story itself, jump um, whole meal like era to era because like they like and then this happened and then 10 years later the next interesting <laughs> things happen right that's fine but I feel like the show shouldn't be doing that like if anything I think the first five episodes should have been the whole season <laughs> like, <laughs> like I know I know that's like the opposite of what most people want like uh, they want all the big events to happen right um, yeah. they don't want filler episodes but I feel like we're missing so many character motivations in a way that like that that is doing disservice to the characters. Like I feel like illicit motivations aren't um aren't fully fleshed out because we're not spending enough time with her. Like we're not like we're not spending enough uh time about how she feel about Ranera and how she feel about Kristen Cole. You know she's supposed to have a crush on Kristen Cole? Like, does it come through in the show? No. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> There's no time for it now. <laughs> no. No. Like, it's it's kind of... Um, like what you said, like, this is focusing on uh, one storyline. I wish it wouldn't. I wish like, we would have had an episode or two that well, mostly about Damon at um, at uh, what do you call it? Dragon Dragonbiz or you no? Know, uh, yeah. Whatever it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dragonstone, I think. It's um, Dragonstone. Uh, I wish we would we get to see Damon's marriage to the bronze bitch. Uh, <laughs> you know, like that kind of things. Um, I mean, that's I fair. Wish... And you know, we we didn't even really get much from the. Uh, the whole triarchy and the crab feeder. Like we didn't get a lot of information about them. They were just kind of there. Yep. Um, I can see that. Game Game of Thrones was really good with little moments that re that built the characters. So when we get to the big moments, it's very impactful compared the red wedding or Ned getting his head cut off to the green wedding. It is not as impactful. Like we don't, we don't give a shit about Sir Blondie who got half beat to death. (laughs) Yeah. We Uh, barely knew him. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't realize that Kristen Cole was an incel piece of shit until he went ape shit. (laughs) Yeah, if I'm honest, I still don't even understand why he went apeshit. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that when we we get there. Um, But it also, like, I need daily fuck-ups, like, everyday little fuck-ups that the the king is doing to 
actually show that he's a bad king. Like we know he's a bad king. Everybody act like he's a bad king. But like I need little things, you know, little things like that. You know, uh, in Game of Thrones, we get exactly how and why and what reason uh, uh, Cersei Lannister is a complete awful asshole. <laughs> well, I think I think in proper Game of Thrones, one of the ways that that happens is that you actually have an outside perspective. Yeah. Whereas in this show, it's all inside. Like every yeah. you're only getting the perspective of the people in the and yeah i think that does do a disservice to yeah. you know how their yeah. decisions affect everybody else yeah and all our main characters are all uh self-interested assholes <laughs> yeah yeah and they they also like royalty or like uh rich people like uh, game of thrones has their sh- fair share of people who are poor and like you know True. Uh, night errands or like uh, because Stocks got completely fucked over. All the stocks spent, you know, most <laughs> of the show kind of like on the run or, you know, no longer a upper echelon. So I think we need that kind of kind, like, like David's little funny whore. Like, why, why can't she, like, it's so interesting. She, she's working for a spy network now. Why, why couldn't we see more of that? Like, what exactly went down in Dragonstone now, uh, that she's now back in King's Landing, cl- clearly part of a spy network? Like, what's happening there, you know? <laughs> fair enough. I mean, that, that's a fair complaint. I can see it. But that being said, I'm still messed up, mostly because of David. <laughs> Yeah, let yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, so, right, shall we go through episode by episode? Or? Yeah, sure, let's do it. All right, since I wrote the episode summaries, I guess I should be storyteller Eric for a change. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so we'll start with the first episode. Okay, I'm gonna open a can of beef. All right, so yeah, hold on. Okay, hold on. Actually, I lied. I'm going to open a can of Mad Dog Lemonade. It's, it's biscuits <laughs> and lychee. It's 4% hard lemonade. Just the idea of hibiscus and alcohol and lychee. Like, those don't really go together in my book. <laughs> oh, it's so good, buddy. It's so good. <laughs> Take your word for it. <laughs> I'm just going right. to drink my Heineken. <laughs> Tell me a story, Uncle Eric. The queen is pregnant, so of course, it's time for a bunch of people to try killing each other for our amusement. <laughs> also, there's a jousting tournament. <laughs> Meanwhile, the sultry silver-haired maiden that is Damon the Doctor Targaryen tries his hand at the broken windows philosophy, much to the annoyance <laughs> of everyone. Then King Viserys loses both his queen and his newborn son, who Damon mocks as heir for a day, which enrages the king and leads to Damon having to go on vacation to think about what he's done. Meanwhile, our main character, Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra? Hmm. Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra, I think. Rhaenyra. (laughs) Is a sullen teenager who pisses off fans for having a woman's perspective on events and then pisses off the realm by being named the new heir. All right, let's talk about the first episode first. Um, I I like Rhaenyra. I do like Rhaenyra. I like her a lot. I mean, she is a sullen teenager, but it works. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't been paying that close attention to the discord around this show as much as I do with other shows. So I, I don't really know who people like and who people don't, except that everybody is horny for Dave. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, look at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He... Every episode, he had, like, new hairdo and they always <laughs> fucking rock. I, when he walked in episode three, like, I I, I was actually asking uh, my friend who does my hair, I'm like, do you think I can do, you think I can do that? Do you think I can have the heck? <laughs> She's like, not blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I do know there was a really stupid quote unquote controversy when the show first started 
of people complaining about the historical accuracy of their treatment of women in the show. And words cannot (laughs) express how dumb that is (laughs) on every level. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's my complaint, but the other way around. Like, I feel like in Game of Thrones, the Targaryens, are completely okay with having queens. Like they just think the like the the Westeros people. Like remember, like the they still knew enough that people still think of them as outsiders who are ruling ruling their kingdom. So they just they worry that the Westeros uh, might not accept it. But the way the characters talk about it, I feel in the show, I feel like they also think women shouldn't be queen king in charge. But like the Targaryens don't care. <laughs> Yeah, they've had uh, female dragon riders forever. True, but like it's just that the people of the realm care. Like, True, unwashed masses care. Yeah, I, I just think the show is not very good at making that distinction come across. Not really. Like I know uh, Hightower Otto, the yeah. uh, the hand. He kind of makes that point, but he doesn't really like follow through with it too much. And again, we don't actually get the perspective of the unwashed masses, except for like yeah. one play that they're showing off at night um so yeah fair and all and also um i took one sip of alcohol and all thoughts left by the way. <laughs> he's losing brain cells by the minute <laughs> <laughs> oh and it's also because they rushed through the whole ranaris um uh the the queen that should have been or whatever they called her um uh, the, the queen that never was or um yeah like they rush over um, yeah, they give Harvey you like three sentences over. in the very yeah. beginning, and we're supposed to yeah. care about any of that. <laughs> yeah, and like, it's very confusing if you don't know about the, the fire and fury. Like, you're like, wait, what? Like, they're voting? Like, you know, like, is this, is this an election? No, like, it's just it's, and because they, he said it like it was like a ceremony, at, like the finale of Australian Nathan Top Model, <laughs> where they're like, who should be in? Like, that's not how it's supposed to go down. Like, that makes no sense. It <laughs> also doesn't king. help that we're dealing with a character named Renaris instead of Renera, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. The um, names in this are, are, oh my God. It's so It's going to be so much worse after the time skip. Because oh, I know. They're, they're, I know like, some of the names that are coming. Yeah, yeah. There's like 10 new kids, and some of them have the same name as other characters. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Uh, so in the first episode, what jumped out at you? Like, um, were you th- immediately sold on the show? I was not actually immediately sold. I was actually kind of bored in the first episode. Um, I knew it had to do a lot of setting up, but I could already tell, even though I... I'm not familiar with the story, or I wasn't when I watched the first episode. I didn't know where the show was going, but I could already tell right from the beginning they're setting up a War of the Roses kind of thing with, um, you know, it's basically Henry VI, which it still is. It's still basically. Um, yeah. And I know it's going to get even more into those parallels, uh, even with people like using colors and stuff. It's, it's so shady. Um, <laughs> anyway. See, that's, yeah. um, but no, I was, the only thing that really stood out to me was I liked Renera as the main character, um, and I really liked Matt Smith as Dan. he he was clearly having the most fun of everybody in the cast, and I was definitely there for. <clears throat> well, if it wasn't for Renera and Damon, I probably wouldn't have liked the first episode. And also, I think it's very interesting that you say this is also like um, uh, War of the Roses, which. When I really think about it, I guess it kind of is, which make it feel more like they're just treading the same similar grounds again, because Game of Thrones, 
original Game of Thrones is Wall of the Rings. Like, Basically, yeah. The I mean, first any, conflict. It's hard when you're dealing with any kind of war for succession of the crown. Like, it's hard not to be war. Because that's like the most famous war of succession in English true, history. True, but in, in Game of Thrones, the initial conflict can be mapped one-to-one to the initial conflict of Wild the Roses. True. Lannister of Costly Rock is Lancaster. Right. <laughs> Very <laughs> like much so. Even in the name. <laughs> <laughs> um, York is the Stark, you know? And the, the Wild the Roses is exactly about uh, being the lineage of uh, the king's uh, heirs being called into question, whereas the, the wife is like, no, like, this is the truthful heir, and the other party is like, no, like, you fucked around, this is not, like, we ne- we will never know what's the truth, but that's that's the origin of the War of the Roses, and that's Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, and I think, I think the original Game of Thrones was more, was more in line with the historical War of the Roses, whereas this, like I said, is more Henry VI, this is more Shakespeare. Um, that's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the uh, way, Shakespeare, not historically accurate. <laughs> no shocker news at 11 <laughs> yeah i mean shakespeare didn't get an education so i'm pretty sure he didn't really know about the actual history either <laughs> but one thing shakespeare did that this show is not doing is he compressed the timeline like immensely so maybe the show could learn something from shakespeare <laughs> well they're compressing it by doing random time skips every episode like sometimes it's such a whiplash i'm like wait what like how long has it been? <laughs> how long has been? <laughs> yeah, I really um, need like a time card at the beginning of every episode. Okay, how long has yeah. it been since the last episode? Just tell me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one thing, uh, like the first, the, the original show, like going back to just the opening credits, you know how it, it shows you the map of Westeros and it shows you mm-hmm. all the places where things are going to happen. Whereas the opening of this show, it just, it's visually it's cool, but it's not informative in any way. It doesn't really help you like make sense of no. what, what's going to happen in this episode. And I kind of miss that a lot. Yeah. And what's happening? Is that is Venom taking over? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is what's all leading to ooze? Venom. <laughs> um, They're going to bring in poor Michael Keaton and then kick him out. <laughs> well, what do you think of like, obviously they, they, they try to, they try to hit like all the touchstone. Like if this is like, how Force Awaken has to like try it's like Disney trying to assure us, like, hey, 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 we're gonna bring you the the same Star Wars shit again, right? Like the first episode <laughs> is kind of like, hey, we're gonna bring you the Game of Thrones. We're gonna bring you the things you like. You like you like uh random sex thing? Yeah, like there's gonna be like a brothel thing, like just like hundreds of people fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want like like fucked up like a moral dilemma and people having to make life and death decisions? Yeah, like uh, we're gonna make a father choose between his wife and his son, and they're both gonna die. <laughs> Yeah, in this first episode, like it that th- specifically that scene really just felt yeah. very uh what's the word for it? It felt edgelord, you know? It didn't Yeah, it, yeah. It didn't feel yeah, like it I had dramatic mean. weight. It just felt like just being yeah. this is Game of Thrones. This is what you yes. expect, right? Yeah. Did, did God in its write this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. That's that's God in its uh bread and butter. Like, oh, uh, there's a rape in the first issue it must be a god in its book (laughs) no i'll be perfectly honest and i I know that like in the beginning it seemed like i was a lot more positive on the show than you but i wasn't actually sold on it until near the end of episode like the first two episodes i found really dull and a little uh trite i guess maybe Mm. just like you said kind of going through the motions 
Yeah, yeah. Like they, they, they were like, like they were on the back foot. Like they were like very needy. They like this is Game of Thrones. Like we trust me, we're not gonna like make our own mark in any way, shape, or form. We're, just we're gonna even gonna use the same theme song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good choice. Though I think they, I mean it's it's I a great they theme know song. They can't like... it. Yeah, <laughs> I I wish it would be like at least like a cover. Like I I wish there would be like a you know like a slightly different version theme. at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or like make demons. Uh, <laughs> so what do you what do you think of? They can't handle that kind of viewership. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Damon in the first episode? Um, like I feel like the show goes back and forth on like is he a, is he like complicated or is he just a complete asshole? And I don't think it always work, even though as much as I love Damon, I never really got complicated. He just always seems like a a lunatic like like <laughs> he's just a dick but like he's fun to watch <laughs> um like um uh, with the auto and uh the king uh air for a day thing i kind of felt like i'm like oh you like you were just saying shit in private right like i kind of felt like he was hard done by and also no i agree I thought... damon did like a dozen different things that could have pissed off the king and gotten him exiled but saying yeah. air for a day like yeah what is that that's not that's not that big of a deal to me <laughs> like... yeah and i like how when the king confront him he doesn't make up excuses yeah right he doesn't whine he, about he, it yeah I, I i did like that and also like he just straight up he's like hey you're weak that's fine but people are gonna take advantage of you <laughs> <laughs> and he's not wrong <laughs> yeah you know, do you think if the king treated damon slightly differently slightly better do you think he would be as bad like even in the first five episodes he's still haven't really taken a run at the throne like, he's just been pissing off his brother. He hasn't, like, openly attacked him, you know? No, and I don't think he has that kind of hostility towards his brother. Like, I, I, I don't think we've seen any evidence of that in the show. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but he, I'm not he does say, clearly hung up on power. Yeah, he definitely wants power, and he will do all kinds of shitty things to get, get it. Yeah. But he actually does seem to genuinely like his brother. I think so. And his niece, maybe not maybe a in too a much. Good, yeah. healthy way. <laughs> uh, uh, it's Renara, more in a Lannister kind of way, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, the Targaryens were doing it before the Lannisters. That's uh, true. Uh, far, <laughs> popular. Like, the, they didn't even think the, it's all that weird in the. <laughs> no, like the king um, and the, uh, uh, the the three head of the dragon that uh, uh, conquered. Uh, Westeros is the king and his two sister wives. Right. <laughs> I do love that later they're like, oh man, you can't possibly marry your uncle. That's horrible. So I'm going to marry you to your cousin instead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think it was like that. I don't think it was like because it's your uncle. I think it was because Damon? <laughs> you know, <to> Damon? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, well, what does Renara do this episode? Not much, right? Like he, she noticed Kristen Cole. Um, yeah, but she didn't like she didn't pick him yet. That was episode two. Um, yeah. All I really yeah. remember from her in the first episode is she she rides a dragon. She gets the dragon cameo. Um, and she, she talks she said to Allison. Yeah, she said Dracarys. She did say Dracarys. Yep. Somebody has to say it. Um, uh, <laughs> that's uh, really all that I remember her doing. And yeah, she talks to Allison because you have to establish that they're friends before. Shit, it's the fan. Do you think, and I will keep asking this as the, the episodes go on, do you think they are gay baiting a little bit too hard with yes. Renaris? Absolutely. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
And uh, when I say that term for the people who are not familiar with it, it's I'm not objecting to the idea that they gay. I'm objecting to the, the, the idea that gay mating is the thing some shows do where they won't straight up have gay characters, but they will they will be like implying very hard that characters are gay and then try and have try and have the cake and eat it too, like to to attract people who um you know, looking for representation and looking for that kind of more more of that kind of stories to be told, but without actually doing the lab work properly. And yeah, I it's think like Disney doing was doing with um, Beauty and the Beast back in the day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the live action, especially with the later implications that uh, Alison's problem with Naranera come from some sort of sexual jealousy. They don't earn it. And if they're not implying that, then they haven't established any other motive for Alison to become such a massive bitch to Ranera. But we'll get to that when we get. Yeah, I but think, think Alison for the first three or four episodes is fine. It's Alison, especially in the last episode, that I I, I don't understand where her character is coming yeah. from anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in this scene, it kind of get it kind of gives the impression that like Ranera uh, is okay with the affection they have for each other. She's more comfortable. But Ellison is not. Yeah, like that's the that's the impression I get. No, I got uh, it too. Um, and I thought it was trying. I thought it was going to be more explicit. I thought it was going to actually say that they were lovers at some point. But yeah. the show just doesn't go there. Um, no, so. especially because they did bring in gay lovers later. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what they're doing. Like I don't know. So like I guess like you can't really accuse them of. Uh, gay mating and trying to have the cake and eat it too because they do actually have gay characters in the show now as, uh, by the episode 5 but it, the way they're handling that is so fucking weird and I, I wish they would have just like made it more explicit that even if they weren't lovers like they were clearly like romantically and sexually attracted to each other and that's part of the conflict but yeah they were a little bit more than just affectionate friends like it was very obviously telegraphed that yeah. in, in a way to show that but not enough but they didn't go through it yeah like, exactly there's a lot of like touching and hugging and helping people dress all that uh this show is obsessed with dressing and undress well, <laughs> yeah. somebody said it. <laughs> uh um it's it, like all like the costume designer is uh, pretty higher up in the decision making process and just want to show off how <laughs> layered and intricate all the costumes are um uh, Otto Hightower is the worst. Um, and like I don't think he's as interesting as Littlefinger. Oh no. I mean that's that's a really high bar. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. fine. I, I I accept him just because he's Ricey Fonz and I like the actor. Um but yeah, as a character, he's kind of vanilla. Not that interesting. Yeah. I think they could have made him a little more intriguing, like make you question his decisions just like the king eventually does. Um, and have you thinking maybe he's got an ulterior motive behind his actions, but the way he comes across in the show, you never really question that. Like he, he yeah. feels like he's being loyal and he's just doing his duty and he's boring, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a line in the original Game of Thrones um, at some point where they like auto high Hightower was, is like one of the most honorable men I know. Uh, but in this, he's like, uh, go seduce the king, wear your mother's dress. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. Pretty funny. Um, and good for the king. As far as rebound pieces go, that was, he did... He could do a I hell mean, of a lot did, worse, yeah. <laughs> he did an awful illegal thing, um, especially in the book. I think, once again, um, in the show, they age everybody up. I, I, is she supposed to be underage in the show when that happened? She's I think so. definitely underage in the, in the uh, book. 
I don't know if they explicitly said it, but it, I definitely got that vibe that she was underage. Well, I mean, like, they don't have the same concept of underage, I guess. Well, of course not. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was going to uh, marry somebody even younger, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, since we've actually started venturing into the episode two uh, material, do you want to yeah, continue well. storytelling? Okay, so... With his wife's corpse still warm, King Viserys' advisors are hot and bothered for him to marry somebody else and get to fucking. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rhaenyra has to choose her new protector, and she of course picks the one that she feels is right, in her loins, Sir Criston. Out on some stepstones, Damon starts a war with a guy who only wants to feed the crabs, and though he is tempted to marry a little girl, the king chooses his daughter's best friend, Alicent, instead. <laughs> so too. Uh... <laughs> I think it's pretty funny. Like, your new mom is your best friend. Enjoy. <laughs> Hooray. You love it, right? Uh, <laughs> back back in the uh, peaceful, innocent days where we still thought Kristen was cool. <laughs> um, that um, Turns out getting laid was the worst thing that could have happened to her. Oh, God. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it always with incels? That's uh, true, yeah. <laughs> Uh, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Still gonna cause a bunch of people grief. No one, either way. Uh, I think the 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 bit, uh, the majority of the, this episode is the king having to choose a wife, and I think that is hilarious. Like I think he's just also, so but, exasperated by the whole yeah. thing the entire time, and that is kind of fun king, to watch. By the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the king because he's just like he's just way out of his depth. It's like in everyday <laughs> things, like he's just not coping. <laughs> you definitely get the feeling he doesn't even want to be king. He's just king because no. he has to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like uh, somebody posted a, a picture says uh, uh, the king just wants to play with his warhammer, and people won't <laughs> let him. <laughs> so he has that massive skill model of old Valeria. He just doesn't room, have in his yeah. bedroom. He doesn't have time to paint it or anything. I know. It's a tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess he doesn't have to worry about the impression it will uh, have on um, girls he have over because he's a fucking kid. <laughs> 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 um, he fell for Otto's bullshit very easy. Um, so much so that I think when later he's like, oh, I'm sick of your bullshit, Otto. Get out. I, I thought it wasn't earned. Because I'm like, what make you turn around now? You bought all of his bullshit until now. <laughs> right, yeah. I think it's like, like he really, really wanted to believe his daughter on some level. And I think that that, that made him turn against Hightower. Yeah. Um, I don't mind that that much. Uh, what I mind here is like he, do he doesn't see through the rude of uh, Alicent seducing him. But I guess, I don't know, I guess she's a pretty girl and he's grieving. I don't know. And, you know, when you want to get laid really bad, you don't tend <laughs> he's to think. King. He's <laughs> king! He can do whatever the hell he yeah, wants! Yeah, but he's such a nice guy, you know? <laughs> Is he? Uh... Well, I think so. Like, I don't think he's the kind of guy who would just be like, bring in a whore for me. Uh, he just doesn't seem like the type. <laughs> in episode four, uh, uh, they uh, Damon did say we fucked our way across King's Landing. That's a good point. Yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Alicent uh, seducing him, icky. Um, but the, also, like the king wasn't ugly enough yet, so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a shitty situation. But like, he seemed nice, and he, he's not awful. So I don't know. Like, if they were. Look, I, I I'm not saying this because I wanted to see it, but I think it would have made a lot. It would have made it 
work a lot better if you actually saw more of him naked and you saw like all the scabs or whatever the shit is all over his skin and just we saw do how that ugly and... full. Yeah, yeah, but if you saw that in that in that yeah. particular context when Allison is yeah. trying to seduce him, if you actually saw him disrobe and you saw how gross he is under all the clothes, I think that would have made that would have made it a lot clearer. Yeah. It would have made the scene work better. Yeah. Not that I wanted and, to see it. I'm just saying. <laughs> and throw some fucking pillows on the Iron Throne. You're clearly not Cobra. Come <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on, you I, gotta have some killer hemorrhoids from that thing. <laughs> just like, honestly, I don't know how you're sitting that you're just keep like just getting constantly cut on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, I guess don't make your chairs out of swords. Uh, you know, once you start collecting, it's really hard to stop. <laughs> Also, this is when you take uh, Sir Kristen take um, the white, right? Because he was just a knight before. Correct. Now he's part of the King's Guard. Yeah. And he implied that it was his first time when they get laid later. So that means like this motherfucker is a virgin at that age looking like that. So we should have known there was something wrong with it. <laughs> he's a knight. He's, uh, he's not super rich, I guess. Um, he, he comes from like kind of like a no- nowhere. Uh, but still, you know, I'm secure in my sexuality and all, but that guy's hot. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, like we, sh- we should have known there was something off about it. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to episode three. Okay, so in episode three, the king has another son, and this time his new wife actually survives the ordeal. So to celebrate, the Kingsguard go out to hunt something white for a change. Though there is talk about the new son being heir, the king insists it will still be Rhaenyra. Meanwhile, the show has almost gone three whole episodes without an awesome battle, so Damon delivers the goods. I love that battle scene. But... The battle scene is what really turned me around on the show, I think. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I think they're lazy making the crab king not an actual character, just a random dude in a mask. Like, yeah, not that is really disappointing to me. Like, I was actually yeah. disappointed that he died. Like, I really yeah. wanted more from him. I wanted to know had, what is his deal, you know? <laughs> he had interesting motive. Like, he seems to be wanting to be, like, power to the people kind of guy, you know? Right. And also, you can't you can't feed people to crabs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I don't, I don't care how you do it. They, they, they're not gonna eat people in an efficient and effective way. To use not while torture. they're still alive. Like crabs yeah. are more scavengers. They're not gonna go yeah. after somebody just because they're, you know, nailed to a board. They're still moving. Yeah. Crabs aren't gonna be interested. <laughs> and also, like they have plenty of food. Like <laughs> that's true, because <laughs> that that is a big beach with lots yeah. of tides. So like, there's all <laughs> kinds of shit on the beach. I'm sure. Yep. Oh, I do like the Crab King's uh, plan of like, oh, dragons uh, re- retreat through the caves. Which, I mean... <laughs> very Osama Bin Laden, but yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say it's very Vietnam War, right? That too, yeah. Um, that that whole battle and that whole setup and the whole ongoing we can't really win thing is very Vietnam war to me. And well, especially like, with the dragons being like Napalm. Napalm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. see that. <laughs> Yeah, and the Viet Cong's retreating into like tunnels to escape napalm and all that, and the 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 political pressure is causing uh, uh, the king. Uh, it, it, that also felt very uh, Vietnam, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, beginning of many unnecessary and stupid time skips. I didn't like it. Like, just 
the events of the war should have been like an episode, like right? Like I don't. I, no, I, I do know agree. There was... should have been an episode between two and three. I mean, yeah. and if they were that hard up for a battle, they could have still had a battle in there. Like, there's no reason yeah. not to. They're they're going yeah. to war. Um, yeah. But yeah, it needed it needed more stakes. We needed to understand what was going on. We needed to understand yeah. what the fight was even about. Like, yeah, we've heard what the triarchy are, but we don't really know what they are. You know? Yeah. Except that they're cool looking and the, doesn't quite look human. <laughs> the crab feeder uh, does was, look cool. Yeah, but it was very three hundred at some points, and I didn't like being reminded mm. of three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this comes back to Snyder with you, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I, I I even forgot that was Snyder. Jesus Christ. Um, <clears throat> no, Snyder is not Jesus Christ. Stop saying that. <laughs> damn it, damn it, Lynn. How many times uh, do I have to tell you? <laughs> Um, it also not having that episode in between also make it because we see him retreat to the caves and then there was like a four year time skip. It's like, have that army been just living in caves for four years? Like on that <laughs> island? What's happening? Yeah, because you only like... really see like that one set of caves. Like if that's the only set of caves they had, that but that war should not have lasted four years. There's just no way. <laughs> right. I feel like I like a long cut happened when one of the parties have dragons like there's no way you can have safe supply lines the way supply lines function back in medieval time when they are dragons <laughs> also caves on a beach are not very defensible because you can't dig deep <laughs> like it's not really a, it's not really a thing <laughs> yeah yeah and what do you do at high tide drown <laughs> like and in in the final battle they make a point that damon was trying to cut the supply lines, right? Like they said something about like burning it down. Like, what have you been doing for the last four years? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> why, why were all have the any supplies, supplies going down through tunnels? <laughs> like, I, I don't make any sense. Uh, anyway, uh, what else happened in there? Uh, the hunting thing is, I guess, at least they develop uh, Sir Christian and uh, Reneri? Reneris, Reneris, Renara. Just call her Rennie. <laughs> yeah, Rennie. Rennie's. Uh, little fledgling romance thing but like even from there they did do a good job that you can tell that Raneri just kind of like attracted to her but he definitely in like oh the knight and the princess like uh romance of the ages kind of mode already you know and she just kind of think he's hot <laughs> i feel like they should have set up like his conflict later like when he actually became a Kingsguard, if you actually like explicitly got his oath and his vow of chastity and like they made that abundantly clear and you could see if it, if you could make if you could make it clear in that previous episode, then in this episode, you'd understand why he's so hesitant and why he's, you know, pushing against uh, Rennie's advances. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that white heart, do you think it implied that Raneri is the right heir? It, she's the the rightful um, queen. I mean, <laughs> it's an omen. <laughs> Who cares? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't. I uh, I mean, it's also a Baratheon symbol, so I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, that's weird. Good point. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Um, oh, we meet a lot of little characters here and there. They're not that interesting. Like the side characters are not that interesting. Not as not as interesting as. Um... I feel like some of them could be like the twin Lannisters. They just don't get any time to develop as characters yeah yeah uh this is not the episode where uh Raneri is looking for suitors is it that's the next episode. that's the next episode i think yeah 
So anything else about this episode you want to talk about? Uh, let me think about it real quick. Well, this is where like the the talk of succession becomes like a bigger deal. And the king gets like absurdly drunk. Yeah. Uh, and just keeps drinking, <laughs> which I, I yeah. kind of appreciate. Like he, he, he loved wanted, his brother. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted to go out and just have a relaxing time and celebrate his new son. And he's just getting all this bullshit. And he just wants yeah. to. And so he's just drinking and drinking. And I'm like, you, you go to town, man. You're the king. Drink as much as you want. <laughs> he was a little bit mean to Allison, I thought. She was like, can I show you the tapestry? And he's like, <laughs> Like, <laughs> nobody give a shit about the tapestry. <laughs> well, the tapestries like, in in her quarters and his quarters, you see later. It's, it's just the, an orgy. It's yeah. just an orgy. It's just people fucking yeah. on the walls constantly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand who the interior decorator is. <laughs> I guess. I guess everybody in this show is obsessed with the king fucking. Like, <laughs> so. It's what everybody wants, man. You yeah. know what'll make the king fuck more? Tapestries of orgies. <laughs> uh, um, and we have, you know, a little uh, reunion between Alicent and Renera, right? That's this episode, isn't it? Or is that next episode? I think that's the next episode. But it's so, like, it's so quick. Yeah. Um, it's That's another place where I'm starting to see your point, right? They really needed to develop that more. Their relationship... Yep. Is is just like it's rote. Like you only like get a couple of scenes instead of mm. understanding their emotional connection to each other and how they feel about their yep. change of uh, yep. relationship. What does Renara what, what does Renara think about Ellison becoming his stepmother? We don't. We didn't even get a reaction. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> like it's not even brought up really. Like it's just yeah. a thing that happens, and then she's just worrying about other things. <laughs> It's Which weird. is fine if these characters don't become at odds later. But because they are going to become at odds, we need to establish a baseline of what's happening, you know? Um, but anyway, uh, all right, let's go to episode four. Okay. <clears throat> so Damon returns from his conquest in a surprisingly cooperative mood, while Rhaenyra whines about not wanting to become a baby factory for some random lord. Her uncle then takes her out for a night on the town with some heavy foreplay in a brothel, because he's that kind of uncle. <laughs> so when she returns she surprises her protector sir Kristen, by taking off his armor in the longest foreplay scene in game of thrones history the next morning the king is informed of his daughter's exploits and reports that she did the dance of the dragons with damon <laughs> even though she insists this is untrue the king offers her a plan b solution <laughs> <sighs> okay so this is kind of the episode where everything kind of goes down <laughs> Yeah, this is where everything starts to really happen. Um, and um, I, I, I was, I was, I was into it. I really liked this. I, I think actually, um, he, her, her choose trying to choose between court, uh, um, um, people who are courting her was last episode, but let's talk about it now anyway. Um, that's the I'm scene pretty where sure she was the very beginning of this. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah, um, she's like that, coming I, back early after. That's true. You see her like talking to two different courts. One like the one young guy, the old man, yeah. And the old man, right? And right. the young guy like kills the other guy, which I, I love that. That's I love that he so won. good. <laughs> I, I I knew that was going to be what it happened as soon as uh, as soon as he started talking. I I thought she was going to like. I thought there was going to be a twist and she was going to like him. But once that didn't happen, and he pulled out the sword, I'm like that that kid is going to like kick ass, isn't he? Like I'm <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm it's sad that we out. didn't get to see it. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I also like like how the uh, head of the king's guard and uh, Kristen is isn't like let's break up the fight. They're like let's the, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let's just leave because this is just gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah. You can kind of hear the the king's guard guys being like, "Put your swords away, you idiots!" And then like thirty <laughs> seconds later, that dude is. <laughs> you shouldn't have fucked with that kid. Yeah, man. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah, bullies get skewered. <laughs> um. So, so this is when the um the demon comeback and the meeting and the the king getting super drunk. This is this is the episode that happens. Oh, okay. uh, because Damon, uh, yeah, they Damon present the uh, thingy right uh, the 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 king the crab the crab man's head, and now he's back in the good graces. He immediately do fucked up shit. Because <laughs> um, that's just what he is. <laughs> what do you think about this thing? Like. It's just a power play, right? He's just trying to marry her so he can be the he can be the king. Well, like I was a little confused by his motivations because at first I thought he was just trying to set her up to to have her reputation ruined. Like I really yeah. thought that that was his end game, and that's yeah. why he didn't actually fuck her when he had the chance. Like I thought he was just trying to set it up. Um, but then when he he continues to make this play to marry her, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> like I'm not sure if that was I, actually his motivation anymore. I think he wants to seduce her for power, but I think even he thinks it's going a little bit too far because I think he always liked her as a person. Like I think he see a lot of himself in. Yeah, and when you know? they when before they they go out on the town and like they're talking in the courtyard, um, they they actually do have like good chemistry. yeah chemistry like a familial Which chemistry. Is, look, <clears throat> our usual morals uh out the window when discussing game of thrones and also rick and morty for some reason <laughs> um uh, so we like yeah no, we're not okay with it this is weird and bad and incest but in the world, <laughs> in the in the context of this show in the world of game of thrones uh, this is just one of the male every day yeah <laughs> every is... day incest light they're not even <laughs> twins for god's sake <laughs> This is totally People normal forget. for Game of Thrones, yeah. <laughs> People forget, like, Cersei and um, Thingy, are uh, they twins. They're not just brother and sister, they're twins. Right. Fraternal, <laughs> but still, twins. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, um, that scene is awkward. I thought, like, the way that thing was going, like, when Damon um, have, um, uh, well, uh, what do you call it? Ambition dysfunction and run away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I was surprised. I thought that this was just going to be a straight up sex scene. Yeah, I did too. But I, again, I was still in the back of my head thinking that he's doing this to ruin her reputation because he takes her hat off, like right at the beginning. Like he takes her hat oh, off, takes his hat off, so that everybody can see their silver hair. It seemed like that's what he was there for. So I wasn't that surprised when he ran away, but like the way it happened definitely felt a little more performance anxiety than, you know. A, a well, calculated uh, yeah. plan. <clears throat> I don't know. I I don't know if he has good plans. I think he, he's just kind of winging it. I think he's chaos manifest. <laughs> he is chaos, so that is true. And like he's even called chaos multiple times in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the realm will be better if if um, the king did make him hand? Maybe, um, because in this chaotic universe of Westeros, that probably would need somebody like that. Yeah, I mean, he was an effective. Night Commander. We saw that. Like his awful, awful <laughs> cops were keeping everything under control. Brutal but effective. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Just chopping off penis in the middle of downtown. <laughs> like a weirdo. You know, as you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I guess um I guess when you're constantly throwing your soldiers orgies, um you get their loyalty. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um so what do you think about Ordo's play? What do you mean? Like letting the king know and and hoping it will make his um grandchildren heir. I really like I really got the sense he was only letting him know out of duty that like he wasn't actually trying to do it for for uh the succession. Um, oh really? I, I I felt the opposite. I thought really? he, I thought yeah. I thought he, he I thought he was going to cream his pants with glee with this news <laughs> that marked the downfall of the two other um you know people who are in in fight in the fight for the secession. I feel like if the show was trying to do that they would have at least shown him grinning when he heard the news or something. Like I don't have think... we ever seen him grinning at all? I don't oh, know I'm... if his face is capable. <laughs> <laughs> that beard is pretty heavy, so it's hard to see. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess I just don't like Otto. I, I just and also I think this is a bad move. I think he should have he should have used the information to play a longer game. Yeah, I think he he should have he should have taken it directly to Renaris and used it against her. Um, that would have been a lot more effective, especially if he really was trying to do something for the succession. <clears throat> yeah. um, taking it directly to the king felt like, you know, wasting the ace up your sleeve, you know? Yeah. Or like waiting until there is more solid proof that he can offer rather yeah. than my spy network told me. My spy yeah, and if he, was, the... if he was doing it out of duty, then yeah, he should have waited to have a lot more evidence that something was happening than just yeah. this one guy told me and i can't tell you who it is because you know i have my sources <laughs> yeah yeah allison is be- begin to begin to be weird episode i don't know why she would care so much whether or not renera was a virgin uh i think the show is trying to tell us that it's because she did his hard duty but renera isn't doing hers like she did the remained a virgin and seduced the king and became the queen, like, hard duty to the realm and to her family, but Renera is kind of getting away with it. But they show kind of also imply it's a little bit of sexual jealousy as well. I'm like, you're queen and fucking his father, her father. Like, what do you think is in, what's in the future for you two? Maybe I'm just really naive, but like, I, I, I read it as she genuinely cared about Renera, just like, she was really trying to look out for her. Maybe I'm just why- an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think initially, like she, she does. I think that 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 first part is true that she does care that Renera is going to get in trouble. Like Renera is, um, you know, the, this action is kind of like chaotic and getting out of hand, and Damon is going to get him in, get her into trouble. But what what I don't understand is why she's so pissed when she find out she lied to her, like and that she really did sleep around. Because by that time, Renera Renera came out on top. Like she was no longer in danger. Like. I think she was more mad um, at her father. Like she was starting to think that her dad had done something wrong. Um, and she was, I think she was upset about that. I don't think she was mad at Rhaenyra yet. Not yet. Like episode oh, yeah, five, yeah. everything no, yeah. changes. Yeah, but... yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's finish off episode four then. Um, is this <coughs> where um, Otto get kicked out? Um, no, that's not until the next episode. All right. Oh, that plan B solution is, that's a Weird. lot. That came out of like, nowhere. It's, it's... It's also huge. Like, <laughs> you have to drink the whole thing. The fuck is can in you, that, man? <laughs> yeah, can't you make the medicine slightly smaller, man? Like that's like fucking four cans of. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it like in case you fuck later as well? Oh, is it, does you have to like in case you fuck in the, the next two months? You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so much, so much. Um, and also, like, you could have made it slightly less awkward by sending, like, a woman. <laughs> of this old man. Uh, the only thing that was going through my head during the actual scene was, oh, man, the fans who are upset about this show are going to be really upset about them bringing in abortion. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, look, plan B. This isn't a shit. This is like a morning after bill. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm, yeah, just it, telling, yeah, it, I'm speaking yeah, for it, the internet crazies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> idiots are idiots. No, I, I gotcha. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, some. There is every sperm is sacred crowd who also object to Plan B. You're right. Um, I try to block them out of my mind, which I know the fact that I even block, I can even block them out of my mind is a privilege. But <laughs> they really fucking get to me. God. All right, episode five. Okay, episode five. In Westeros, nothing bad has ever happened at a wedding. <laughs> so everybody is in great spirits when Princess Rhaenyra is set to marry a guy with killer dreadlock. Damon is there, celebrating the fact that he just murdered his wife. <laughs> Sir Kristen is there, basking in post-coital shame. King Viserys is there, trying not to die from his cough. And Queen Alicent is there, just thrilled that her husband has dismissed her father from the court. But wouldn't you know it, there's intrigue, violence, and the hint of rebellion in the works. Because as soon as Sir Kristen notices there's a character named Joffrey hanging around, he does what needs to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Joffrey is so hated that he got killed at two different weddings. <laughs> and spoiler right, alert not... for episode six, I happen to know that episode six is going to start with another character named Joffrey. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, uh, wh one of the kids is named Joffrey, right? Right, yeah. Um, let's start with Otto's dismissal. Um, do you think, I think Renera did well. Like, I think Harping, like, I'll do my duty if you do yours. Like, I'll no. marry whoever the fuck you want. You get rid of that fucking slime ball, Otto. I think her, that was a good card. Her play. play was perfect. Like, yeah. there was, he had no choice. Like, she really left him no choice. Um, yeah. She played that perfectly. Like, you could see yeah. it. This was like showing you that she actually can be cunning as a politician yep. and not yep. just, you know, as somebody who rides a dragon every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, I think the king could have handled that. Better. I think the king could be like, you and my daughter are at odds. I do not think we can function as a proper team anymore. I'm going to like throw him like a castle or a different title and some gold coins and say, I'm giving you a sideway promotion um, you're going to alaska uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna run up brunch there um i don't know he should have made him like a naval officer or whatever uh, instead of just being like oh i hate you i don't trust you it did feel it, a little weird and out of character for him to be like yeah. that kind of vicious in his attack um yeah. Because he seems like the kind of guy who's always trying to make peace and is not trying to make enemies. He's not trying to piss people off. He's he wants to he wants to honor his friend, but at the same time, he doesn't trust him anymore. I think he could have, like you said, he could have handled it better um, and done and something. Also, more it fun. doesn't make any sense because by this time, <clears throat> he knows the guy was telling the truth. He knows something did happen. So why is he suddenly being like, "Oh, your motivation is only uh, for the throne"? Like you. You should have realized that a long time ago, not when he told you the truth this time. <laughs> well, I like, think why... I think what happened is like he's starting to rethink things and he's starting to think that maybe Allison was sent to him in the very beginning after his wife died just for the succession, just for um, a high tower 
blood to become king. Um, that makes real dumbass do not or do only think about it now because well, yeah, he, he, he is a dumbass. <laughs> He's but, absolutely but, a dumbass. But Alia in the episode when uh, Ranieri is like. You know Otto is just angling you for his gain. And he's like, I'm the king. Everybody is angling me from their gain. So, like, it, it seems, I don't know, like, sometimes the writing is not that good, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, he seems like a guy who's just like, yeah, you know, like, he, he's like, I'm not that cunning. I'm not that smart. But I, I'm smart enough to know that as a king, everybody is trying to use me. And, like, I feel like... It... I do think he had a blind spot for Otto. Like, because Otto is so trusted and he had such a history of dutiful service to two other kings and i really do think that he just trusted him implicitly and didn't think about it in the first episode the king's hands meeting with otto and his brother doesn't make me feel like he trusts otto implicitly uh, you because... got that is a really good point yeah because he was really disagreeing with him in that episode yeah okay I, I you just... sold me <laughs> yeah sorry to try and convince you that the show is worse than <laughs> Thing. I feel like that's not a good thing to try and convince people. But just yeah, to be like, clear, I didn't me. say I love the show. I just like no, it. No, no, I know, I know, I know. I like it too. But like, you know, you know, you know how we are. We <laughs> care about the things we love. <laughs> yes, it is true. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think Otto's little Sue, his daughter, was good. Like, yeah. I think that was cunning. It's also not true. Renara isn't going to put your children to the sword. <laughs> uh, like, that's not how solve the problem you're describing. Yeah, the realm might not accept Renara as the rightful ruler. That problem isn't solved by her just killing every other, <laughs> every other potential end. Like, the realm will find a way. <laughs> I don't know, like, um, maybe I'm just going back to my my War of the Roses parallels, but like the the princes in the tower kind of thing, um, instead of killing them, just, you know, put them in a tower. for. <laughs> What's how is that different from how Illicit lives now? Oh, good point. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, uh, I don't know. I, it was a good speech, but I, if I were Illicit, I wouldn't be like, especially because like, she has so much history with Renera. But, implied history we don't get to fucking see it but <laughs> but like this is another case where where there's character inconsistency because yeah. otto is is making this speech and it is very cunning and it's very effective in yeah. setting up what's about to happen but that that's not the Otto we've seen up until this point at no point nope. has he seemed cunning you know yeah yeah like like how he dealt with the information he gave that was really stupid so i don't know why he's suddenly cunning now right and and uh, like I said, if you really worry about your daughter and their offspring, you wouldn't have asked her to seduce and fuck the king. Yeah, really. You know like, what would be better you, for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you really want to say is, I want your children, my grandchildren, to be fucking people and whatever. Uh, man. If he was really that hard up about it, he should have just killed Princess Renee when he had the child. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely true. And. Let's talk about this, the king going to, uh, we, we haven't really talked about Renerys and her husband and the um, other uh, Valerian family. Uh, what's their last name? I think they're just uh, Valerian. Um, no, let's see. Uh, yeah, they're just the Valerians. Like, the, king, just... the king is the Targaryens. And Hold on, let me look it up. Eric of the future, edit this out. You can't tell me what to do, Eric of the past. Yeah, they're just Valerians. Lord Corliss Valerian. Oh, is it spelled differently? I don't know. I don't know how it's spelled. Oh, that it is spelled differently. So, uh, 
Okay, so we just looked it up, and they are called Valerion, like uh, V-A-L-V-E-L-A-R-Y-O-N, but not not Valerians. Uh, people from old Valeria is spelled differently. E-R-I-A-N, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, the yeah. names aren't confusing enough. So that made me feel like maybe the Valerion were more in power, maybe back in old Valeria. Well, yeah, I mean um, that 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 definitely is the sense you get that they're they're kind of faltering in their power, like they they yeah. they had past glory and are now seeking to get it back. Yeah, they they are they they said they're not dragon riders, right? Um, and you know another thing that uh, pisses me out this show so far, uh, no magic. Uh, we know the magic went with the dragons. There should still be some magic. Around. That's true. We haven't really seen anything. We saw like one guy play with fire, but that didn't even have to be magic. That could have been, you know, street magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like um, Donnie Blaze. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, I, I guess um, I guess the magic is already on the um, out with the fall of old Valeria. But I feel like these old family from Valeria, the Targaryen and Valerion, they're only like 200 years removed from the fall of old Valeria so far. I feel like they should at least make some references to magic. Because I just wonder, I'm always like, if Valerions were never um, dragon rides, back in old Valeria, I wonder how they achieved prominence. Maybe they were magic users. That's what oh, I wondering. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and the show briefly touched upon it. Like The old Valeria... Uh, uh, fell under some sort of cataclysm. The show straight up implied that it was like a like a volcano. Right. Uh, uh, but in the books, it's a bit more mysterious, like like what really went down. Like, could it be a meteor? You know, like, uh, it, there's definitely a lot of fire. <laughs> it was aliens. It was all aliens. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I suppose something magic-y that they do show is like the prophecies. Like, they say a uh, vision. They say um, the original Targaryen stole the downfall of all Valeria, and that's how the whole family escaped with their dragons. Um, I don't know how the Valerians escaped. Maybe they saw the, the Targaryens leave and fall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they do talk about the, the they do talk about prophecies and stuff. And they show that little fucking dagger at some point. Oh, Did that yeah. piss you off? It pissed me off. It seemed really pointless. <laughs> like honestly. Not only pointless, like they, they are referencing things that remind us of how squandered everything was. They were <laughs> like, Oh, my blood will be my blood will uh, my blood will have to sit on the throne when the eternal night comes. I'm like, no, he didn't. That doesn't like, actually said, happen. Yeah, that prophecy is bullshit. Yeah, he, <laughs> he just he just said I don't want it, fuck his aunt and leave. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not in that honor, but <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, if anything, that scene like that fan service scene just make me more pissed off. All <laughs> <laughs> right, don't remind us of how you fucked up. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, when they show up, when they show up um, at the Valerion's place, I thought the uh, intentional slight was a bit bullshit. I, I don't like the husband Valerion, is what I'm saying. Callies. Callies, yeah. I, colleagues like i i i really liked him in the alia episodes where like i like how he's like oh i'm not drinking like <laughs> he's like i need to be sober for these motherfuckers <laughs> you know um that character building but as later as it went on i feel like he's really petty no and i feel like in this episode like he kind of he has a big character switch just because the king offers to marry his son to his daughter yeah. and it's like he goes from 
basically being petty and hating the king to, oh, I'll do whatever you want. Oh, this is great. I love you. And it just seems really jarring to me. Yeah, but even before that, I thought it was like, okay, he's pretending to be a wife guy, right? He's like, his whole his whole slight is supposed to be the injustice that was done to his wife. Um, right. And he wanted to address that. But as soon as the king is like, my blood will marry your blood. And he was like, well, can they be called Valeria? Like, I'm like, if it is really about your fucking wife, you, you would be fine with them being called Targaryen, which is what your wife is. She's a Targaryen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's never, he might use that as an excuse, but I don't think it's ever been about his wife. Because even she says, look, I am I put it behind me. So what the hell are you talking about? Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it, it, people are pissed that uh, that guy's black. And I'm like, what like you're fine with black what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) you're fine with like you're fine with fucking um targaryens being pretty much elves but um but this guy black an actual person that actual actual thing that exists now you guys are like oh the suspension of disbelief (laughs) i don't know think of them think of them as drows you know (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) Uh, internet people are stupid (laughs) yes um, I, I I do like uh, I think they did good casting with like how she looked and how Collies look and how their children look. Yeah, like, that did that is very good. That's very well yeah. done. Very good match. Yeah, that that whole speech about like him being gay came out of nowhere. I thought it was really fucking funny. I was like, <laughs> where is this going? And she's like, that was also like very smart of her. Like she oh she'll get him on her side. She's she's like, look, like whatever we can do our duty, and then we can both fuck whoever we want. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, I mean, she knew what she was doing. Again, she's proving it, that she has. Yeah, she's a political animal. Yeah, she she make it. She even make it sounds like she's doing him a favor. Right. It's exactly. So yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. He was so happy with his little Joffrey fuckboy. Uh, <laughs> that dude is not smart. No, he, he was, was such a himbo. Immediately, <laughs> he was like, "Think of the tourney." Uh, Okay, so what else happened here? So that marriage is... You also had, like, his dad just being in, like, complete denial of his sexuality and just being like, he'll outgrow it, you know? That was was on the nose, (laughs) but in a good way. (laughs) Yeah, it's on the nose, and it's... Yeah, um, I made the... I want to... I want... I wanted the wife to go, did you fuck boys when you were young? Did you just outgrow it? but also, like, it doesn't really matter that he's gay, right? Right. Like, it doesn't really matter to your end. So, like, shut up. <laughs> Let the kid be. <laughs> and honestly, in Westeros, there doesn't actually seem to be all that much homophobia. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. Oh, I mean, like, in Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, there are some slurs that get thrown around uh, to imply people like and stuff. Yeah, that's like, true. I think, I think in Westeros, if you're rich... You can do don't ask don't. <laughs> <laughs> just like everywhere else. <laughs> yep. Just like it used to be in your army. <laughs> uh, so we meet, uh, we are finally introduced to this bronze bitch that we've been promised about all this. Uh, we've been, uh, that, the, that Damon's been talking about. The yeah, they talk her up for shirt. four episodes and then she's dead within five minutes. <laughs> yeah. She got she got rocked like a hurricane. Uh, I like how they set up um, the horse thing, though. Like some people are like, "Oh, it's too like it's too it was too easy for him to get the horse to buck her." 
he smelled like dragon. That's that's what happened. Like they yeah. set it up in episode one, like that. You if you still smell like dragon, you can't approach the horses. Yeah, uh, that was that was a that was a checkoff moment. Yeah, yeah, that was very clever. Um, but he keep going on about how ugly she is. She is gorgeous. She's fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she just don't have time for any of his bullshit. So he he just being an awful awful little insult man really like it's the same same as calling somebody who won't give you their number a lesbian it's the same <laughs> shit he's doing to this woman uh, <laughs> because like he, he was like she was like I'm not gonna cons- like, if you're here to consummate our marriage I'm not up for it you know <laughs> <laughs> like there's some of the sheep might be willing that was, that was well, a good line <laughs> yeah but, but that's a callback to shit he said at the at the meeting right yeah um, so, so she's also saying like hey I have enough spies like I have enough influence to know all the shit you've been saying about me as well, because <laughs> that's what he said, right? He said like um, uh, the sheep are more, the sheep are prettier than the woman, right? In the veil, that's the veil, right? That's that's the that's veil, the, the veil, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the that's the house that find um, eventually uh, produce um, Ned's wife, right? Right. Yes. Uh, I I she seemed like a cool character, and look, I joke a lot about Damon. He is. But all those people who are like, like I can fix Damon, you cannot. He is a deeply <laughs> broken, psychotic man. He bashed a woman's head in because he wants her castle. Like, yeah, he's a sociopath. castle that is There's not no his it. anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that was brutal. Like, I thought, I thought he was just gonna left her to be discovered, but I guess he had to, you know, had to make sure. Yeah. And she called him a coward. So, yeah. Oh, look, I thought he was already like. I don't think he was leaving oh really like i thought he was leaving and i thought that she called him a coward because she wanted him to just finish her off because she knew she was dead she didn't want to lay there yeah yeah she seemed like she was paralyzed already yeah um no i thought he was just looking for a rock to make it look like she got like rocked in the head um although like i guess westeros doesn't have forensic scientists because i'm like you're gonna have (laughs) to hit her from behind there's no csi man (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh okay so uh so do we talk about the seduction of sir Kristen? uh not really um not really sure there's much to it it's just that princess renera was uh really horny and he was there yeah yeah i mean that was definitely like right place right time for Kristen, like which he didn't know at all (laughs) uh yeah he was still really confused he was still trying to figure out how she got out of the room (laughs) yeah um, I also like how like she he lets her uh, undress him and drop everything on the floor except the cake, which he carefully take and put it on the yeah. back of the thing. I'm like, buddy, like don't be showing respect to the symbol of the vow you're about to break. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think that scene was sexy at all. I think the showrunners think that was sexier than it was. No, it was definitely not sexy. It was it was more comical of just like how much armor this guy has on that has to be yeah. taken off. Like yeah. it was a joke more than yeah. a, a sex scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The scene the next day was like where she was kind of like being quiet and stuff. That's that's more like sexy. That's more right. funnier. Like, yeah. Um, no, I yeah. agree. I think the I think the people who are making the show really thought that they were filming something really sexy and interesting, and and it wasn't. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so what do we want to talk about first? It's it's okay. So he got rejected in this episode, right? So Christian, right? Because he does that stupid thing where he 
completely pours his heart out and his hopes and dreams and tells her that what he wants her to do is abandon everything and be with him forever and and then gets surprised when she says no because he's an idiot (laughs) he is an idiot and like there's no reason for him to be this down bad this immediate like i don't understand like he, no, he's, he's got just, some problems, clearly. Yeah, he's, <laughs> like, we, we joke about him being, like, an incel, but that's not really his problem. I think his problem is that he, he does share that incel's unhealthy um, view on women as tools and things to be worn. And <laughs> yeah, but it's more, uh, you know, culturally acceptable in Westeros. <laughs> yes. I think his main problem is he has severe main character. Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 weird to be describing a character in a TV show like that. <laughs> but um, for in case people don't know, main, like what I say, main character syndrome. You know, it is describe people who they are so central to their worldview in a way that like they never have that self awareness to be like, I'm just one of many people. You know, like right. I'm not. I'm not as the main character in a TV. Things doesn't well, the world doesn't evolve around me. So like he's a drama queen who has main character syndrome because he rose from um from nothing into a knight and then become the prince's trusted white cloak knight. And now he's living through this fairy tale story of falling in love with the princess and yeah, they're gonna he... run away together in his head. But no, she just wanted to fuck. Yeah, and he only thinks of her in in respect to the story that he's telling about himself that like that, yes. that's she only 100%. exists for that narrative like 100%. she has no life outside of that yeah 100 yes. percent. because the very important thing is like uh, there's a lot of like people like oh like he got rejected and he went so he doesn't get rejected if anything she offered him no string attached sex <laughs> you know like she offered him a uh, purely sexual relationship that they keep on the down low where he continue to play the god like it's not jealousy it's not it's not the fact that he was she's like oh we can't do this more like that's not even what happened like he it's 100 percent main character syndrome he doesn't want that story because then he just the knight the princess is having an affair with right. he wants to be the he wants knight to be that a rest- hero yeah yeah that rescued the princess and they run away and live their life <laughs> In, in poverty, she's right. You know, like, what are they going to do? Yeah, I actually uh, think let, she let him off pretty lightly. Like, oh, 100%. <laughs> I thought she was going to be like, okay, you're going a little bit crazy. So, like, we should call this off. No, she was like, oh, like, stick around. Like, you know, you know, you can well, be we my can fuck boy. forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, what she has planned is so good for both of them because it's super easy for her to continue having an affair because. It, no one is going to bat an eye that he's alone with her all the time. That's what right. his job is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he all, she already planned everything. The husband is already okay. Like, <laughs> and he can continue being nice. Like, there's there's no downside except Kristen Cole's poor little ego. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, what did he say? I won't be your whore. Like, right. you're not a whore when she's, like, pretty much committed. But, like, what, well, so far, uh, he should think she's committed to him, but she's not. Like, no, of course this not. Deal, this deal is like, she's going to fuck other people, too. But <laughs> at that point, he was he immediately assumed, like, he's like, oh, no, you're treating me as a whore. Like, no, nothing she said, said outright, say, like, that's what he's the worst. <laughs> no, um, I agree. And he admit to uh, Ellison before the wedding, right? 
Right. That was uh, right before the wedding. Uh, they, there was an article that's floating around the internet that says Kristen Cole is the dumbest man in Westeros since Nat Stark. <laughs> 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 um, and I agree. And I thought I thought Nat Stark was pretty fucking stupid. Kristen Cole is even dumber. That scene where <laughs> she's like, look, I don't know how to break it, uh, break this, and I don't I know you have your oath. But like, I really, I, I want to know for the good of the realm that the princess happy. He's like, I did it. I fucked her. I did well, it. I like that scene. I understand the importance of that scene. Well, not really, but I understand what they were trying to do with that scene. But at the yeah. same time, it came across like a farce. Like it's just like you you have to write the dialogue in such a such a way that it has to be overly clever that she's avoiding the actual subject. Yeah. Um, and leading him down this road. It it was just, it was a little too neat. It didn't really jive for me. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, okay. So you thought they were being cute that he misunderstood and he admitted it when she was asking about, uh, uh, about Damon. Damon. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think there was any misunderstanding at all. I think whether or not he understand it, I think he was always going to confess. Really? Like even Yeah. I think even if he's a dumbass. Well, he, he is a dumbass. Someone. I agree with you yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, he, he wants, like, he he's changed his story. Now now he wants to be the heartbroken um, knight who uh, uh, disobeyed his vow, broke his vow for a harlot prince, and he's going to die with his honor. Like, he wants to be fucking... Yeah, he wants the hero's death. Off. Yeah, he wants to be a yeah. martyr now. Well, better to yeah. have your head chopped off than to have other things chopped off, but... That's true. I really feel like in that scene, he was stewing in so much guilt that he thought he'd been caught. Like, he thought that that's what she was talking about. He had no idea about Damon. I don't think he even knew that that had happened. Yeah, maybe you're right. But I guess I just, I don't, I guess I didn't care either way. I think whether or not he was mistaken or... uh, I mean, the end result is the same, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Such a thing. Like the actor's really good because like he was he was good at playing like as like a swashbuckling knightly uh <laughs> lovable hero before. And like since the turn, like he's he's very good at making him slightly like more creepier and you know like like unhinged. Yeah. Which of course culminate in a bar fight, uh wedding fight. <laughs> so that that wedding was boring by um Bravosi, not Bravosi, um Westeros. Who are the horse riders? No, no, no horse oh, riders. Um, um, shit, I don't remember. Not, not the Andal. The the Westeros people are the end. Um, but anyway, by their standards, that was a um, boring wedding because there was only one death. Not the- <laughs> that's uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what set him off? Like, I have sh- no idea. Joffrey went up to him and was like, "Hey, we got this really cool deal, don't we? We can keep each other's yeah. secrets." And then he yeah. just fucking snaps for no discernible reason. I mean, Joffrey was... he didn't. I mean, Joffrey's also an idiot, yes. <laughs> he didn't need to do that, and he didn't need to do that yet, but he didn't say anything offensive. He didn't, like... If anything, he was like, hey, we're in the same boat, aren't we? Like, it wasn't, like, sarcastic. It didn't, no, like, it was really more like, hey, let's be friends. We have this thing in common. Like, that's yeah. really what it felt like to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I, you fuck the queen, I fuck the king, we're gonna be cool, right? And... So Kristen Cole really had to show that he very much was not. Okay, so this is the main difference I know and remember. In the book, um, Kristen Cole, same motivation. And what is that like he's angry because he was by Renaries? Um, In his mind, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he killed uh, a bunch of other people and maimed a bunch of other people and killed Joffrey in a tournament. So he killed him at the celebration after the wedding. So that made more sense in the book because it's 
like, yeah, he's being a dick and fighting way too rough, but it was a tournament. Like, he didn't just, like, lose his mind and bash, bash somebody's head in at a wedding. Like, he, he hit him in the head too hard with his mornings and caving the helmet, and the guy was in coma for six days. Well, for the show, I can understand why they don't want to have another tournament scene this quickly, like, because there was one just four episodes ago. Um, that just means they could have just reused the set. That's they, true. They should, have, they should have shot the scenes back to back. Uh, also, the- not to be a gore hound or anything, but I thought that the actual scene of him bashing Joffrey's face in was really well done. Like, the, the makeup well, effects were impressive. Gross, to- but impressive. Yeah. <laughs> They needed to write it better, though. Like, I already buy that Chris is an idiot, and but it, it still doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, why he singled out and attacked Joffrey. Like, if anything, he should have attacked the other guy, right? Right, like, yeah. The guy she's married. Like, that would have made, made a lot sense. more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I appreciate, I appreciate that scene in one regard, in that, like, it does effectively show when chaos happens, nobody really knows what the fuck is happening until it's happened. Um, yeah. I appreciate that. But at the yeah. same time, I also want to actually understand why it happened, and I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it either. I don't. I don't. Uh, other than the fact that he's unhinged, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, and also, he shows that he's not honorable at all. Of course end, not, because yeah. he, he didn't kill himself. He should have. Would have caused. Would have. Um, would have got a lot more. Uh, so wait, he didn't Christi- kill himself. No, he didn't. I don't remember. Like I remember him uh, sitting by the tree. Oh, right. Allison stopped him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd think I'd remember yeah. that. I just watched it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, Allison came in and stopped him. Um, they're going to be a terrible duo together, I imagine. Uh, <laughs> do you think Do you think he's going to sleep with the queen? Like That will make him the highest of him. At this point, like, yeah. I mean, if it if it allows him to come up with some new narcissistic narrative where he's the hero then yeah, he'll justify any kind of behavior. He'll justify any hypocrisy. Um, he's that kind of character. True. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Because remember, like, uh, Alison is supposed to be in love with Christian Cole. That's In the books, that's what's supposed to be. And okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, the, you, the you mentioned it earlier. Well. Yeah. yeah. The actress have said that as well. Like, And the show, it doesn't come across at all. And if they actually set that up, it will, it will make uh Ellison's uh, anger even more believable, right? Like she had to do her duty and marry the old king. Uh whereas Ranieri get to fuck around with her crush. <laughs> right, yeah. You know? I don't think so. that should have been I mean, made I, a lot more explicit because I'm not getting that yeah. from the actual show. Yeah. No, it's not in the show at all. So when I read the interview, I was like, oh I thought they changed it. Like Which actress was to... that? Was it the one who played Allison for Allison, the first five yeah. episodes or the one who plays Allison after that? Because it's a oh, different actress. Oh okay. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know for sure. So maybe it'll come through in the second season. Okay. Because like if the, they, if they the other show actress, it, they should have set it up. The other actress is uh I can't remember her name, but I really like her. She was in Bates Motel and a bunch of horror movies. She's really cool. Um, I can't remember her name. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, she they they cast um they cast very well for both Ellison. They look the same. They look like a person who grew up um, yeah. from one to the other. Uh, but they deliberately cast a um a, a, a more plain uh, Ranieri. Because in the in the book it straight up said like uh, he was she was a, a beauty and the realm's delight when she was young, <laughs> but the the age wasn't kind to her and um, she she grew into a hardened and 
um, a, a nice way of saying ugly, like like a plain <laughs> woman. So can like can you imagine being casting director and be like, okay, so like you're gonna play the person when they were hot, and you're gonna play the person <laughs> because you are just so ugly. Just look at you, man. Oh, I can't I can't look at you for too long. <laughs> I am I am really concerned about the recasting of Renaris. Like the yeah. recasting of Allison doesn't bother me a because I like the other actress, and b I don't feel like the actress was really that integral to the role. Whereas the actress who played Rhaenerys is killing it these first five episodes. I'm disturbed to know that she's not going to be in the show anymore. Yeah. And from the practical aspect as well, like in the real world aspect as well, I wanted her to have more of a job. Yeah. Because like, do you know that she was like, she was a nobody apparently who was living in her mother's attic and uh, washing dishes uh, when she got the role. Right. And I... She's really good. I wish her nothing but success. I wish she had more than five five episodes worth of contract. I hope she got paid really well for it. Yeah, I mean, because she did a hell of a job in these five episodes. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, you know what we, whoever we haven't talked about for this episode is Damon. He's just being a little chaos man. Like, <laughs> he got kicked out for trying to fuck his niece, but he came back uninvited to the wedding. Um, the king yeah, the is king... a pushover. King. he's like i never want to see you again and then like he damon shows up and he's like eh, have a seat yeah. <laughs> look family that makes sense that's, that's um definitely um thingy for families <laughs> there was one other scene in the in the actual like before the wedding in the in the pre-wedding reception um where he's in the middle of the speech and it's interrupted by allison walking in in the yep in the, With the uh, green, dress. green dress obviously um I didn't get the importance that that scene was trying to show you. Yeah. Like, it felt really contrived. Like, yeah. yeah. I understand and... the importance in the story. Like, I get that. I yeah. know why it's supposed to be important. But the way the scene played out, it felt forced, way too forced. You know why I think um, that fell flat? Because they gave the explanation after the fact. They needed to give the explanation before. Like, right. They, we needed to have like a, a maester teaching brand kind of scene where they, <laughs> they set up this history, you know? Because like Game of Thrones, the original show also did exposition really because like they like, oh, these people need to be educated. Like, you know, these are kids. They need to be, oh, these people are poor. They need to be poor. So like, but this new show isn't doing that well with exposition. Like, like, like I said, like they should have set up that green beacon thing in some sort of maybe the king drunkenly praising Otto and his house for past um aid you know in, and it in feels like sense. you needed to make it clear that um Alicent understands what she's doing like yeah so like yeah, have a so, scene so where it, she it learns yeah. about it yes yeah. yeah because otherwise she just bought a green dress because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it plays out like, oh, like, well, like she's wearing a green dress she's yeah. like stunning and it's like everybody's all like oh no green dress and it's not until also, somebody they don't explains earn it. it. Exactly. And they don't earn it either because the king doesn't get it. Right. The, if the king was like, how dare you? Like, did you do this intentionally? And she has to be like, what are you talking about? I, I just bought this beautiful dress. That that would have made it better, right? Because yeah, if the they had, had like, a follow-up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, the way it plays out, it feels like he's only mildly upset that she interrupted the speech. Like, mm-hmm. she, it's not about the dress to him. <laughs> like, and And also, narratively, 
the way it was written is bad because it's the second time that scene has been interrupted by somebody making a dramatic entrance. Exactly. And the yeah. first time was better because it's fucking Damon. It's Damon. Right? And he sauntered <laughs> in. So like, so like you're trying to do a second time something you already did better the first time. It's <laughs> a good point. Yeah. Uh, and Damon, like, I love how such a fucking bastard that <laughs> he loved being the center of attention. I guess it does contrast two people trying to be center of attention where like she has to kind of pull a stand and he just like he just walks in like he walks in sideways. <laughs> like, <laughs> leaning he forward, struts, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well like it's not even strut, it's so weird. Like if you see somebody who's not as attractive as Matt Smith do that on the street, you're like, that guy's on something. Like I'm gonna cross the street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, he yeah he's back, and do you notice he didn't stand up for the queen? He doesn't give a shit, right? Yeah, I, I thought they were gonna. The... I thought they were gonna make more of a point. Like, um, there's a there's there's a scene where everybody's like applauding, like you know, hitting the table and stuff. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. like they were gonna make a point to show either the queen or Damon not participating in that, but I, I don't remember the context now off the top of my. Head. Oh yeah yeah yeah, I think it's just the speech. Yeah yeah. Um... Oh, oh, uh, applauding uh, Corleys. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, about About the, the two houses being joined. Um, yeah, Corleys did a fucking entire uh, 180 on his attitude. <laughs> yeah, his character went way too far. Like, just jarring dis- disparity between the character as he'd been developed to the character that's in this episode. I have another question. Why did the show frame it like the king was going to die, like, twice in this episode? And he doesn't die at all. Like, I don't I, know. What are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing? Like, I don't understand. Like, why Why do you... We don't really care. That, like, he's not, like, our favorite character. So, like, why are you doing fake <laughs> fake out death? Like, Especially he could die at he... any time and we'd be like, whatever. <laughs> and he's still alive after the time jump. Oh, I know. I know. He's going to be alive so, for a while still. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know why it's, like... It, it was a whole, like like, death flag scene where he's like you'll be remembered i'm like i don't know like you can tell them yourself you're still alive or leave the deck <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so are you uh are you excited for the timescape are you excited for the next half now for all the complaints that i have with it i i, I am excited i'm gonna keep watching definitely um i really want to see where it goes like um obviously i kind of know where it's gonna go but at the same time, I don't know enough to completely spoil any surprise. I'm, you know, I'm in for the ride. Yeah, me too. I want, I want more magic brought in. I don't want to learn the name of the ten fucking kids they're gonna bring in and then <laughs> follow them. Like maybe kill some of them up pretty quickly, please. Like <laughs> <laughs> kill more kids. Yes. <laughs> um, well, which one? Which of them do you think will be a sociopath? Like Joffrey, like which one do you think? What well, like who who raised the little Joffrey? One of, it would have to be one of Allison's, right? Yeah, definitely one of Allison's kids has to be a Joffrey. Like, and yeah. not just because one of them actually is a Joffrey, but one of them has to be a sociopath like Joffrey. Yeah, yeah, because like uh, uh, the king, I don't imagine is a good father. Um, look no, Renaris, <laughs> and like uh, even in the show when. I mean, you have this baby, this Aegon, and you only see him like once. <laughs> like his parents what don't are you a baby fuck about him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what? What? Where do you think the season is heading? Uh, obviously, civil war. But do you think like 
do you think that's like a, a episode five, episode well, sorry, episode six, episode seven kind of deal, or do you think like the season end with episode ten? Um, there have to be a dragon fight at some point. They have to be a, a dragon fighting another dragon. Like we're we're kind of you know like that's that's the promise you make when you are gonna make a show about a Targaryen civil. I don't know. Like a part of me really worries that this is gonna be a lot of setup, and then it's not gonna be until the end of the season that you know Viserys actually does die and the succession war is on um but I could be wrong do you I think know. I don't actually know this so this isn't like a loaded question I don't uh, I don't know the answer do you think Viserys will get to die a peaceful natural death or do you think Alice like one of the um bad faith actors will do him in well in Game of Thrones it's pretty rare for people to die a natural peaceful death so I think he's going to get done in by somebody. Do you think Ellison is going to crush his head like a grape between her legs? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> um, or do you think Kristen Cole is going to crush his head like a grape between his legs? <laughs> <laughs> At the request of Allison. Um I really think it's got to be... Allison is somehow responsible for his death because they're, they're trying to set her up to be the big bad. Um, and they've got to really they earn haven't, it. Uh, they haven't really. Yeah, they, they haven't earned it yet. I, I feel sorry for her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so that's where I think yeah? it's heading. Okay. I want magic. I want magic. I want more, more dragons. Um, hey, what's her face is still alive. Um, uh, the red, the red mage. Um, she says she's over 200 years old. So that's a good point. Maybe she could show up. Yeah. Also, I am oh, very confused as to why, um, why, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, I'm really confused as to why Dijkstra is in this show. He's in the wrong show. Isn't he supposed to be in Witcher? What's he doing in this show? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Collies? Yeah. No, um, uh, I can't remember the character in this show. Um, hold on. Let me look it up. Do, 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 do. Okay. He's Sir Westerling. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Is he the dude that's pissed that <laughs> he's the bald guy killed... with the big gray beard? I mean, that's. That's also Dijkstra in in the the Witcher. <laughs> oh, I, I want to give a brief shout out to the guy who um, called out Damon at the wedding for murdering his wife, <laughs> but had no plans, like absolutely nothing to back it up. Like <laughs> Damon's like, is this a threat? He's, uh, he's like, and I'm coming for my inheritance, and he got completely flustered and left. I'm like. What do you think happened? What did you? What, yeah. Do you what think, did? You, how did you, you think know, this was going to play out? <laughs> also, like, what? Why do you think surprised that he's coming for the the uh, um, inheritance? Like, why do you think he did it? Like, there's only one reason he would have done it. <laughs> Damon was more amused than anything. Like, <laughs> yeah, that dude was out of his debt. You, you like, if you wanted any kind of revenge at all, you were better off running him through with a sword than and there. Maybe he would have been off caught off guard. I don't think so. He was. He's also a very good fighter. Yeah, but... <laughs> he seems to be the best fighter in the in the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I I did like the part where the king meant that like he was never a good fighter. Yeah, I mean he does I, I, know what his weaknesses are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely a guy who's like, uh, I'm kind of pathetic, but I'm king, <laughs> I guess. My mom doesn't even like me. <laughs> he's like, you know, it, you're right. It probably is better not to know if I would be good in battle because you're right. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good advisor. I, Thank you for telling me. I probably suck. Yeah. Well, I guess I won't die after all this dramatic speech. I guess I'm going to live another fucking decade. <laughs> all right. So I think that's it for us for today. Uh, we're going to be 
we're going to be coming back when the last five episodes all dropped. Um, so check back in for that. But next week, the thing really exciting for me because when when a show you want looking forward to drops, it fucking kick ass. That's so good, and that's that's Andor. For me, yeah. so Lynn almost wanted to cancel this episode just so we could talk about Andor. He's like, let's not talk yes. about Game of Thrones. Let's talk about Andor instead. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, damn it, I-, I watched five hours of this. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, we were also going to do six episodes of Andor uh, for one episode of the podcast. But after watching the first three episodes, I think there's enough content in there for one episode. So we're going to deal with the first three episodes of Andor the next episode. Until then, this has been The Streaming Heap, and I've been Lynn. And I've been Eric. And remember, life is but a stream. Bye. Bye. I'll be in Tampa in uh, two months. Hopefully it's still... They'll probably have drained it by then. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Although, like, all my friends who live in Tampa, we used to call them tampons. So (laughs) maybe they soaked it all up.